Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we are here till 11 o'clock, as you know. And uh, feel free to get online. One line open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. And uh, we were here with Sherry. She's trying to find that that holy grail of geek. You there, Sherry? Yes, I am. Yeah, That's so you're, yeah, holy you're grail of geek. yeah, you're trying to find that one person to talk to about all IT things. Um, yes. Typically, it's like an uncle at a, a backyard barbecue. But, <laughs> that was that would be nice. I yeah. haven't found that uncle yet. I gotcha. have a twenty-something who. Will, generally answer one question at a time yeah that's that's about as far as i can get okay so there really isn't that that one geek we would tell you that you know you feel if you take it you know, maybe the staples help desk those guys and gals probably have some good advice and the, the advice is always going to change it's always going to be based on their personal experience too there isn't necessarily always this best practice of advice that's out there and not only that prevailing best practices can change over time as the yeah. technology changes you know, the idea that, you know, Clark Howard and, our, and our, even our folks here in our show talked about that separate PC maybe is less and less a thing as security gets better. However, we're not seeing security get better. <laughs> no, that's what, it, that's what it sounds like. There's always some notice that comes in our mail right. about some other company that said, oh, geez, we're really sorry, but we weren't very good with your, your data. private information. Yeah, so you get that letter, too. Um, yeah, so basically, I, I wish I could tell you there is that that holy grail of geek to give you that answer. I mean, I would tell you that we'll we'll do our best and we'll be here as long as we can be here on the radio to do that for you. We try to give you that advice that is what we feel is currently the way to go, best practice. And when the articles that we post, a lot of them do talk to how to do, how to answer some of your questions. Um, so in your case, it's all budget. It's going to be budget driven too. So even if I say you must go out and get a thousand dollar computer to be secure. And separate, you're going to say, well, Eric, I can't afford that right now. I'm not going to do it. And that's fine, too. Right? I'm not saying you do that, but I'm just saying. So where does one buy a Pixel phone or look at a Pixel? Right on Google Store. Yep, online. Oh, God, I have to do it on the computer? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I probably, don't, I probably don't know a, a majority of what my iPhone does. So um, I get a Pixel phone over the Internet and... You can even get an older Pixel phone. You have to get the latest uh, flagship, the version 8 that's out. You can get an older one um, based on your needs. However, yeah. you might find a new phone does a lot more for you, and you might become a great photographer with it. It's an amazing tool. 
that would be helpful. <laughs> Maybe. <So. laughs> okay, well, right, um, thank you. And yeah. At least I'm, I am happy that my old iPhone does work, so yeah. that was a marvelous thing. The old bag of rice worked. <laughs> thank you so much. You got it. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's go on to who's on the longest here. We're going to go to Mike in Middletown next. What's going on, Mike? Hi, good morning. morning. I'm going to take I'm going to take you back your few years maybe. Um, I, I I'm just curious on something. All right. Getting getting bombarded in the junk about um please update your payment details or we need your information because our package uh might have the wrong address and we got to get on there. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. Back in the day it used to be called MS DOS. Yeah. And I don't know if it still is used that or if it is that or if it's uh, that has been updated and changed. However, back then we were able to use, um, uh, oh my gosh, see, that's it. When you get old, you forget mm. halfway through what you don't want to. But uh, uh, we used to be able to uh, um, block a lot of these things with wild cards. Mm, right. Now you could block certain types of sites and in, in, in your filtrations right. with wildcards and email addresses with wildcards. Yep. Exactly. Is that still able to do that today? You know, with with everything now is updated and as fancy as as all the software is. Uh, do you know? Is that you know? Can the wildcards still be used either? Uh, you know, for the extensions because if you look at half of these that that are trying to get your information, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the extensions are the same. Now, yeah. the header may be different, right? you know, but, yeah. you know, if you could, if you could wildcard the header at, you know, such and such dot, well, such, not the dot, but at such and such, uh, you know, right. whoever, yeah. uh, can it work? Can that still work? Do you know? Well, so yeah, with the fancy technologies these days, um, we call it geofencing a lot of times. So like in our DNS filtrations for our customers, we'll block things like the RIPE network, which is basically yeah. you know the third world and in the Asian <laughs> countries over there. So we're going to block that network so our, our customers aren't even seen by them. And that's a form of wildcarding. Um, you can go on many, many filtration systems and also block... Uh, email types within your spam software that say, hey, if it, if, it has a, if it has a line that's commonly used by the spammer, you can put that in. However, the tools that are used before it gets to you, your spam block services should already be doing it for you. They should know of the spammers already. So you shouldn't have to go too crazy with adding wildcards to your own junk mail settings in Outlook, right? I mean, you can do right. it. Yeah, you can. The other the other thing that I was thinking of is you could also add filters like in products like Outlook or Thunderbird and you can have what's called a contains expression. So if a particular word is in the subject line, let's say, uh, you can put that word in and then you can have the program market as spam and then, you know, get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, but Eric is right about that. It shouldn't be getting to that point. Um, the the ideal situation is that that spam never arrives in your mailbox at all, and your email client never gets it. So if, so if you haven't set those settings, though, like who's your email provider? Who sends you your email? Is it? Oh, uh, it's Outlook that I'm using. Outlook's your mail client. Uh, he yeah. might have an Outlook.com account. Is that oh. what you got? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, oh. The provider is uh, 
uh, Frontier. Frontier. Oh, oh, okay. So log into Frontier's mail service. Are they using Yahoo? I think ah. they're using Yahoo. I don't know about Frontier, though. Mm. AT&T used Yahoo, and Cox is going mm. to use Yahoo, too. Yeah, I saw that. Which we heard about already. Mm-hmm. Uh, that hurts. So log into your emails. <laughs> if you, you want to go on, online and log into your email account, your Frontier account. Yeah. From a browser. And it should have spam settings. Um, so they, they make it simple. Most of them do. I can't say specifically for Frontier, but they usually have a gradient where you start with uh, heavy blocking or light blocking as an easy way to put it. Put yourself in a moderate, right? Or, or in a more, more aggressive. What's going to happen is you're going to get what are called false positives. So even in our business, yeah. right? So we are gonna, we're going to set our customers' spam blocking to a, an aggressive level so that they're not going to get or they're going to have less chance of seeing the bad mail. However, you could have a false positive where the spam service says, this looks fishy, I'm not going to let it go through, but it turns out it was something that they wanted. Our, yeah. our, our service is smart enough to allow them to allow that type of mail through um, if, they, if they get it in their, in their, in their morning uh, notice that says, hey, we blocked this email. Um, in your case, you, may, you won't see it. And, uh, so, but you have to set it up. If you've never set it up, who knows what your, set, your spam settings are. Maybe by default, Frontier's spam settings are low. I don't know what their default setting would be when they sign up a, uh, a new user. So get in there and, and, and adjust those settings, Mike. That'll have to do. Yeah, and that'll probably reduce that your stuff. Because I've tried it, and, and uh, you know, uh, I go into Outlook and, and uh, settings for the junk email. Right. And I can block some things. And there is one thing at the bottom, if you go in there. Uh, under filters, this is block attachments, pictures, and links from anyone not my safe senders and domains list. Yeah, yeah, but you'd have to maintain you know, that safe but, senders and but list. That's it. That's the problem because there could be somebody who, you know, didn't think of it and is trying to get something to me or find out something, right. and they're going to be. It'll never come to me. Yeah. So those types of methods are definitely a little more tedious and cause more false positives. So use the tool, use the, the spam blocking service, and modify its level for yourself so that you have a better, better experience. And, and and then the last resort is maybe try a wild card, huh? <laughs> well, like, like Dennis said, you could you know look for certain yeah. strings in the headers or the um, the subject lines yeah, where you, you say blah. Yeah, you would you would build an expression in the filter that would get at whatever right. you're trying to get at. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent. I really appreciate the help and assistance, gentlemen. Our pleasure, and, Mike. And we're going to be posting a link to Frontier's email login site uh, so that you can excellent. go directly there. Excellent. All right. Excellent. Appreciate it. You got it, sir. Have a great day. And oh, by the way, Happy New Year, gentlemen. Yep, you too. <laughs> bye. All right. Bye bye. All right. So let's move on to uh, Carolyn. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break because Carolyn's gonna want that. And then we'll get back to uh, Tom and Torrington and another call coming in she's taken and a couple open lines for you guys. Feel free to get online. We'll be right back. From the Carter Mario Injury Lawyer Studios, visit GetCarter.com. That's GetCarter.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab. All right. We are back. We were just talking about who owns uh, Frontier uh, email, and it's Yahoo. It looks like it is, yeah. Although the login page is on Frontier's site, and it may be that they are doing the authentication, mm-hmm. but then they may be shelling you out to Yahoo's email service. I don't, I don't know. I haven't logged in to know, so it's just a guess. 
All right, let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Tom in Torrington next. What's happened out there, Tom? Hi, uh, Eric and Dennis. How you guys doing? Happy New Year. Good, good. You too. Hey, I got a website that wants to know my location. Yeah. So do we. Where are you calling from? Oh, Torrington. Yeah. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Depends. Yeah. It depends. Uh, So, you know, your location is going to be like if you're going to Home Depot, right? You're going to look at Home Depot, look for looking for an appliance. If you've got a VPN running, you know, they might find that your zip code is uh, Saskatchewan. And then you go ahead and you want to pick up your appliance at Home Depot, but it turns out they put it out front in front of the Saskatchewan store. You don't want to go do that. So your location is helpful for, for stores that you want to work with locally. Um, and sometimes it's none of their business, your location. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, why does, my, why does my dehumidifier need to know my location? The app yeah, no. wants to tell me hello and here's the temperature in Southington. That's where you know. That's that's where I live. There, dehumidifier. Why does it want to know my location? <laughs> okay, if I set this up, but then use the v- uh, VPN, it would throw off that location. Correct? It could. Yes, it could. Oh. So, like, if you're using a Brave browser or something like that that doesn't really keep a lot of cookies, uh, even though you tell it, the, you can tell it within the session what your your zip code is, so that you could. It's gonna Default to wherever the VPN pops out, right? Phoenix, Arizona, let's say, um, whatever that zip code is. But basically, if you don't tell the app that the, the software where you actually are, you could find yourself causing your own your own pain. Okay. So uh, when I use this, it says we cannot locate you, and they <laughs> give a bunch of suggestions to fix it, but I can't seem to I can't seem to do it. So so are you using a VPN? I have one. I don't really use it, but okay. if I was going to turn this location on, I would probably use it for everything except this website. What type of? Don't tell me what the website is, but what type of website is it? Why do they need to know your location? Does it make sense to you? Because they want to make sure you're in Connecticut. Okay. In order to do business with you. Exactly. I do it on my phone. It works properly, but I'd like to do it on my desktop. Okay. Then if you do it on your phone, guess what? They know where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless you've told them not to know that. So you should be able to say, okay, if you trust this site and they need to know in order to do business, then yeah. Now, I don't know if, if this is the type of site you're going to, but there are some problems that I have heard about with some of those sports betting sites oh. where you go online and you're trying to... Yeah, you're trying to register to bet. Mm-hmm. They are required by their contract with the state of Connecticut to take measures to make sure that you are in Connecticut. Right. Those measures go beyond norm, normal geolocation that that we normally bump into. Mm-hmm. There is actually a service that you can install on your computer mm-hmm. that will tell that site exactly where you are because it will analyze more than just your IP address, uh, it'll look at a lot of other things about the computer. The problem is that even that can misidentify you mm-hmm. uh, because it just doesn't have enough to go on. Yeah. Um, what I've found is that you, in order for that service to work correctly, mm-hmm. you really need to have Wi-Fi on your device, whatever it is, 
And it yes, it does it by detecting other Wi-Fi networks, even if it doesn't, Trust you know, yours. connect to that that Wi-Fi network. It'll detect its presence. It will have a MAC address. Right. And there are things that it can determine about it just by sensing it. That's crazy. And then it can geolocate you more mm-hmm. accurately than is normal. Um, yeah. When we used to be on Cox service, yeah. everyone used to think we were in Rhode Island. Right. And we're not. We weren't. Right. Oh, yeah. That, that's a big problem, too. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people that are having that issue. Yeah. Um, but at any rate, this service that runs on the computer, mm. if you've got like a desktop computer with nothing but one Ethernet connection, mm. it that service may not have enough to know where you are. And it may tell the website, right. you know, I can't locate you. And I'm going to tell you, mm. uh, consulting tech support for those companies to get results on that. Yeah is a non-starter. You are not going to get help from them. Right. They are not yeah. going to want to deal with it. Just period. Yeah. End of discussion. And it's all because of the contract that they have with the state that requires them to use it. Hmm. And the company that hosts the website is not allowed to tell you how to tamper with that software to make it work right. <laughs> because they, they're contractually obligated not, not to, to let that happen. Interesting. Yes. So are you betting, Tom? Is that what's going on? Little bit, little bit. <laughs> I I don't know if I helped or I hurt you. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you're gonna give up. I don't know. I mean, I'm getting older. I don't see well. I'd rather do it on my desktop than my phone. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah but it it usually works much better on a phone because the phone has the GPS and a whole bunch of other stuff that would actually geolocate you directly. Yeah. So, but I think you might I think you might have hit on something. Uh, about the Wi-Fi. This desktop does not have Wi-Fi. Mm. But again, it, it asked it, you. It asked you, right, Tom, for your location, and you you said yes. You're not. You haven't made the choice of yes or no, correct? Uh, no, but yeah, I, it's, I I said to verify myself, and it comes back we cannot locate. You. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, the Dennis is onto something. Yeah. Network the internet. Yeah. Like Wi-Fi. I don't, I don't have Wi-Fi, so I don't see Dennis that. Dennis was exactly correct. <laughs> Dennis was exactly That's correct. That's it. So we saved you $100. Um, <laughs> so go, go and send that to the Salvation Army and just enjoy the game. Pretend you bet on it. <laughs> it, it makes it much more interesting. I know, I understand. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding you. So, yeah, it looks like you're not going to get that fixed on that particular machine. And Dennis said there's no way to get any help on it, so... You're not going to be betting on that PC, it sounds like. Okay. You got time to answer one other quick question? Uh, We're coming up against a hard break, so I have to put you back on hold. Is that okay? That's all right with you. Thank Uh, you. It is. We'll we'll, we'll hold Tom over, and we maybe have saved him some money. Uh, George and Jan, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We're here till 11 o'clock. Everything we've talked about has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you join us in the Computer Talk with Tab listener network on Facebook, It'll get there your, to your link, too. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right, we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and as predicted, four lines all jammed up at 10.30. We do start at 9. <laughs> um, but that's okay. I'm not complaining. It's great to hear you about, hear you guys. Let's go to Tom quickly here to finish up his uh, his question because I want to go to, to Jen next. What's going on, Tom? What was your second question? I'm having issues when I hard boot my computer. Yeah? It takes forever to get to the password thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, How long is forever? I got to beat key by, you know, pound different keys on the thing. It, it takes a long time. How long is I'm afraid. I'm afraid that it's not going to come on one day. I, yeah. I normally leave it on all the time anyways, but, uh, well, how long is long? 10 minutes, a half an hour, six hours, eight minutes, five minutes. That's not long. No. Well, that's not really long. Yeah. For some computers. No. My wife's just tried to get into her machine and this Friday morning, and it was same problem. It could be finishing up an update. It could be hasn't been rebooted in a long time. It needs to do some things. I would not say you're having a problem necessary, necessarily yet. What, what would I look at? Reboot it more uh, often. Reboot it more often so that it's up to date more. Because you say you leave it on all the time. Give, give it a good reboot every now and again. Shut it down every now and again. You'll probably have faster boot-ups. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, it's an AS Rock motherboard, and it had some kind of fast boot on it. Mm. Okay. I don't, know if that, I don't even know if that's still in effect. I could uh, go to uh, and check that. but. You, yeah, you'd uh, have to look for that in BIOS. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you can also there's a configuration too in Windows to have a faster yes, boot. Yes, there's there's Windows fast boot, right? Or fast startup. So well, I'd tell you to turn that off so you get a clean boot. To the fast startup just kind of brings you into a, from a sleep. Yeah, we actually we found that fast startup in Windows is not necessarily good. Right. It it creates issues sometimes. Yeah, right. no, I had that go to sleep thing, and I shut it off because I was having problems mm-hmm. with it. Yep. Uh, but so, very good. I thank you and appreciate you for your help and everything, and uh, keep up the good work. All right. And let us know how much you won next week, okay? Yeah. Have a week. All right, you too. <laughs> All right, we'll see how Tom did. Hopefully he'll check in. I want to talk, go to Jan real quick here in Bristol. What's happening, Jan? Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Um, 
well, I, I'll let you know after this conversation. Yeah, because um, your question makes me nervous from what I read on the screen. Yeah. So go ahead and tell everybody well, what I you're use, calling about. I use two-factor authentication. Good. So I'll go to log in. I'll be sitting in my computer. I'll go to log into something or whatever, and then it'll say we'll enter the verification code. Yep. And it'll come through on my text messaging. Either you yep. know, I look at it on my phone or on the computer or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, I got three verification codes come through on my phone last night Yep. saying your verification code is blah, 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 three different times. And then um, that was yesterday morning. And then one again at last night and I was not logging into anything. So obviously somebody's trying to hack something. Right. My question is, is there a way to find out what is what they're attempting to hack so I can just be on the safe side and go change the password? That's a good question. I mean, it comes through on like a, not a real phone number. It comes through a short code on like seven four four five four or something like that. And it there's it doesn't say, hey, this is such and such a bank or this is, you know, whatever. She's not. You, she's that's a good that's a good point. There is a site yeah. that you can go to to look up those short codes. Yeah, that short phone number that's really funny looking is called a short code, and there is a site you can go to to look that up. Okay. okay? And it may tell you the okay. name of the service that you're trying to get into, or it may give you the name of a of an authentication service that they use. Right. And Which that you may not be might able to not tell. tell you what it is, but it, it's better than nothing. Yeah. So okay. we can at least post that for you. But you're, I'm glad and you realized you it was somebody trying to get into something you have. But you do make a good point. You'd like to know what. What are they going after? Yeah, is it your bank account? Is it something silly? Exactly. Is it something important? Is it What is it? Is it your Facebook account? What is it? And uh, you're right. right. Those codes are very uh, obscure as to know <laughs> where they're coming from um, when, they're, when yeah. you're being hacked. And thankfully, more and more people are using 2FA like you um, to protect yourself. Yes. So, yes. And, Yes. I mean, it's, sometimes it's a pain in the neck, but, you well, know. It just it, saved you. Necessary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, all right. So you're going to post that. We'll try to post that. On your... yeah. But the other thing you okay. have to be worried about, too, Jan, is that somebody has your password. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what makes me nervous. And it's like I use like I use one password. I pay for it, you know, so. Uh, one uh, password you know, as a password uh, one manager? One password as an app. The password manager, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and I let it generate, you know, passwords and not everything. Um, but, but you know, I have started more and more letting them generate passwords. So it's some ridiculous long yeah. bunch of numbers and letters and yep. symbols and all that stuff. Um, but it's like I don't want to go in and change, you know, like 200 passwords on different things just to figure out what's getting hacked. You know well, what I mean? Well, yeah, it also could be so them. they're trying to get into your one password account. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be that. bad. Yeah. So what did you use for a password there? Oh, I'm not telling you guys. Oh, okay. You guys taught me well. <laughs> I, you, you guys taught me well. well I've been listening we, to you forever. So. We, we taught you well enough that you started asking questions about these yes. alerts that you were getting. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. But that would yeah. be – so just – just for ha-has, I would tell you to change that password. Because that, that's so the one, one that... To my password, okay. Yeah, the one password password is, is really would be a nice one for them to get, right? 
That would be the keys to their kingdom or yours, right? whatever. Oh, I'm sure. It's the only place I use that password. Right. And so, of course, and you've configured 2FA. You've configured 2FA for it, right? Um, I don't think you can for that. Well, that'd be crazy. Serious? I, when I go into it on my computer. Well, you probably told your computer to, to accept oh, you. You may, have, you may have told it that, yeah, to remember this device. No, I have to, on my computer, I have to put in the secret key, which okay. I have to go get off of the app. Okay, that's a second factor. Oh, okay, it's a second factor, but you're typing it in right. in real time. So then there okay. is, then you're probably good though. Yeah. The, 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 if that's how they're doing two FA, then you're probably not being hit by it. But that, yeah, that would. Yeah, now it mm. doesn't ask me for that on my iPad or on my phone when mm -hmm. I use the app, like on my phone or something. Right. And also, the I still haven't figured this out. You can go to the One Password website mm -hmm. and log in, or you can go to the One Password. Um. Uh, what do they call those things that you add on to Chrome? Um, uh, extension. An add-on extension. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't ask for it on the Chrome extension, but it does ask for it if I go to the One Password website. Okay, but again, it's it's a key. They're not asking for. They're not sending you a text. No. Okay. So, so something else. So Somebody's I'm going go, after me. I'm going to go see yeah. if One Password has two-factor authentication. Okay. That you know for well, logging into it. It does if you have that extra key that you have to put in. Yeah. Yeah. That's your second factor. Yeah, but it doesn't ask me for that everywhere. Because, again, we think you said it as trusted. It probably asked you to trust the device. Yeah, and the extension oh, may okay. register itself as trusted, too. Yeah, so somebody true. is that's trying true. to log into something of yours. Yeah. They have a password of yours. And it was great that you did not, well, you couldn't have done anything. But if it was a push technology, you could have tapped it and allowed them to come in. But in this case, they couldn't do anything but bother you at 2 in the morning. Yeah, right. Right. So it's Interesting. Some, All right. Yeah. I'm going to go check my one password with and see what, you know, like, yeah, because it, it'll tell you that you've got that you've got weak passwords and stuff like that. I'll go in and see what they're okay. see what they're looking at. But yep. And I we'll, will go check that website. So yep. It'll be interesting. It would be. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the call. All right. All Take right. care, guys. Yep. Bye bye. You too. Bye. This is an issue. Um, people are letting the bad guys in. Uh, you know, a lot of uh companies use what's called push technology where they will have an app on your phone and so the phone app will go off at like two in the morning and it's it's 2FA fatigue they're just going to keep hitting you and hitting you and hitting you and hitting you and your phone's going to buzz 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 until you just tap the app and let the bad guy in um, which we wouldn't want you to do so the key there is to try to configure your 2FA situation so that you've told it I don't work at two in the morning so if you're sending me a 2FA it's not me black hole it and a lot of the technology out there should be able to do that. Um, but again, texting, probably not. And texting, as far as I'm concerned, is not the best 2FA method because your phone company, your Verizons, your AT&Ts of the world don't really have good security in that if you're a target, let's say you have some big crypto wallet of, of fake money, and a lot of these phone companies will have people on the inside that the scammer has already paid to say, hey, I'm going after Dennis here. He's got $100,000 in fake money. I want it. Um, I want you to sim jack his phone. So when I log into his crypto account, because he's already given me the password because I asked for it, and he was like, yeah, my password is dingling, 
Um, and so, you know, you simjack your phone, right, Dennis? And then the guy gets your text and he's logged into your stuff and your wallet is emptied. Yeah. And a lot of times the scammers will even hire insiders within the phone company. It's, yeah. It's really insidious. So texting, tech, as far yeah. as we're concerned, is not the best 2FA method. It's better than nothing. It is. But you, you, if you can have something else, it would be better. Yeah. Like an authenticator of, um, or yeah. some sort of app. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. George, Pat, and Ed, hang on. We'll do. We'll try to get to all of you. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. Both both Dennis and I have been two two fang each other um, <laughs> all morning, just to make sure he's who he says he is and I am who I say I am. Just to be sure. Because you never know if a fake Eric is going to show up. (laughs) Eventually, I'll be virtualized. Um, Let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to, I guess, uh, George in Vernon's been on the longest. What's happening, George? Yes. Good afternoon or good morning, I should say. Yeah, morning. I am seriously thinking about cutting the cord. Yeah. Got my last cable bill about a week or so ago. 240 freaking dollars for the month. I called them and I went through the whole spiel. Uh, They get three dollars off. Three bucks, huh? Whoa! Wow! That's almost a cup of coffee. Yeah, no. And I said, they said, thanks for being a little customer. I said, you know what? (laughs) Not anymore. No, not anymore. Exactly. Right. And, uh, you know, I went through all this, you know, hour on the phone with them. It's three freaking dollars off. And they said, well, if you uh, uh, get a cell phone with us, or your uh, security system, we start to have security systems, uh, cell phones, or mm-hmm. with other companies, yeah. uh, we'll give you ten, uh, $20 off a month. And I said, wait a minute. Do you want me to spend more money with you guys and you're not going to help me out on my cable bill? Right, to lose 10 Yeah, so, so in Vernon, you need to check out um, who else is there, right? If you have GoNetSpeed in the area, um, that's a fiber solution. And there's also some wireless solutions. You should check out the T-Mobile Home Wireless to see if that is in your area. And I think Verizon has it too um, as alternatives. All right. all right, so I can, I can get TV through all those? So you're going to get the internet. The key here is when you cut a cord, it's kind of a misnomer. You're going to get – you need internet to be able to then stream services. So you'll, okay. you're going to get internet from T-Mobile, from Verizon, from, from GoNetSpeed. All right. All right. That part I understand about right. uh, the internet. But so what are you – I want to go uh, Best Buy tomorrow, and uh, I'm probably going to try to uh, cut the cord completely uh, within the next week. Uh, so what do you suggest on having uh, how to do this? We'll start with finding a service. So go to the T-Mobile Home website. We can put a link up there, the Verizon Home. You can also look at Starlink, Elon Musk's company. They'll charge you about 90 bucks for 150 megabits. Um, they pretty much cover all of Connecticut. So you can use Elon Musk's product. Now, with Elon's product, you have to pay like $600, I think, for hardware to start out. But, but with the savings of 90 bucks versus 240 bucks, it should pay for itself over a period of time. No, no, no. All right. Okay, I understand that part. So, all right, so pay the six hundred plus the ninety. All right, now does does that give me the internet then? And just, just the internet, right? All right, so 
but it doesn't pay for my TV, though. Correct. Now you have to choose a streaming service. There's cheaper streaming services, and there's all the deluxe ones. So, like, the the YouTube TVs in the world are going to cost you 80 bucks a month. Uh, the Sling TVs have packages that are much lower than that. Um, there are so there are also free TV services that you can download the apps and get free TV, just regular commercial television. I don't have them off the top of my head, but the cord cutter link we put up there from Tom probably has a lot of those a lot of that information. Well, we have uh, on our website. If you scroll down, uh, you can get to the links. One is for Tom's guides, cord cutting guide, and then yeah. there's another one that lists a bunch of the service streaming services that Eric mentioned. So, I mean, okay. the, the Elon service is expensive. I would tell you to look at T-Mobile and or Verizon for wireless services. And again, check if GoNetSpeed's in the area. Their fiber services start at like $39. All right. So, so I'll, I'll have to get an internet service. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or keep one. And then from there, I will sign up for TV service. Correct. Yep. All right. So, how about my, how about my hardwired phone at home? So your hardwired phone at home, uh, depending on the service you get, will need to be ported over to like an UMA, which would be a voice over IP service where you'll just pay the taxes for your line, which is like four or five bucks a month, six bucks. I think yep. you're paying for the War of 1812 still, but that's going to be on there. Um, so that'd be a way to take care of that. And or if you have a cell phone, get rid of your landline. You don't need no, it. No, no, no. We do have cell phones, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my in-laws, uh, you know, they're uh, older, as you know. And, uh, okay. They don't be- they don't believe in wireless. Well, exa- well, the thing is, I think it's easier for them to call I the lane line. Just giving you a hard time. So, yeah, you would then port it over to UMA. Take a look at the UMA service, and you're going to need yeah. a base and a, and a phone, and now you'll be wired. You'll, you're going to be – you're going to be getting – your phone service over the internet, believe it or not, but it'll feel like a, a landline. Okay. All right. So, so when I was going back to uh, Comcast, yep. I said, okay, you charge me 240 What's the next package down? Hmm. And they said uh, 10 channels a month <laughs> with the uh, landline, $185. Hmm. I said, there's nothing in between from 125 channels to 10 channels. It's all or nothing with them, it sounds like. Yeah. Well, you know, the the beauty is we finally have choices. Finally in Connecticut, we have choices. It only took two decades and a lot of bureaucrats blocking it along the way to make it impossible. But finally, we have some some alternatives, despite the politicians blocking it down for the incumbents. Yeah. All right, George. Uh, all right. Yeah, well, one more question: What do you recommend for uh, for uh, TV? I mean, uh, I use YouTube TV, but it's more expensive than I would prefer. Um, and I've often thought about going to Fubu because it includes Nessun. It's a long story, but because of my son and how he wants Nessun, we split the cost and share passwords. And I hope Nessun's not oh. listening, but it's ridiculously expensive for Nessun. Ah, it's a long story. Uh, so I'm as guilty as everybody else, right? So you get stuck in your in the service you like. But FUBU, I would tell you to look at, and I would tell you to look at the Sling packages, um, and that will be those will be options for you that you might save you some money too. Okay, so if I go to uh, Best Buy, they can set me all up with this. I have no idea what they'll do. They might sell you a, a router uh, to replace your um, router that's from the cable company, but they're probably not going to set you up with all the other stuff we just talked about. All right. 
All right, George. Read the article we posted. That's a good start. Yeah. Tom's Guide article. All right, George. Tom's Guide. It's on our link at computertalkwithtab.com. I want to thank all of you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. I want to thank Carolyn for producing. Uh, Pat and Ed, sorry we didn't get to you today. Thank you, Mike, for posting everything over at Facebook. And we want you to be geeks, too. We'll see you guys next Saturday. We start at 9, by the way. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.